this is the messy backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail. So we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today because as Mark Twain said, keep away from people who try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that, but the really great ones make you feel that you too can become great. Later on, we're going to be talking to Lindsay Hale, a courageous storyteller who shares her heart through authentic and transparent stories. Lindsay is a wife and mother of five, author, speaker, and top leader with 31 gifts where she manages a team of over 5,000 women. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. Our expert will share their experience, expertise, and the tools that they suggest to get it all cleaned up. And if you're an entrepreneur with a messy back end and you would like to submit your story or question for our experts, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking to send us your event details. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode and check us out on Facebook to see video of our recordings. If you, yep, you, the one listening right now, feel inspired to take our expert's advice and you would like to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know about your progress. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestion. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. One of the biggest software issues that online businesses have is their shopping cart. Head on over to themessybackend.com forward slash cart for more details about ThriveCart, the number one cart software that grows your income from existing traffic. And it pays for itself many times over with high converting checkout pages, upsells, and affiliate campaigns. Watch the video for how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? At Lock and Load Marketing, we simply offer the best strategies and solutions. We will build it out with you and manage it for you. If it tires you out, hire it out at Lock and Load Marketing. And now on to our expert, Lindsay Hale, for her expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Lindsay is going to be talking to us about dealing with difficult people, and she's been dealing with us. So we've got her, we've got her right in the mode. Lindsay, welcome so much. Thank you for having me. Um, you guys are not difficult so far, but <laughs> I mean, we just got started, so we'll see how this goes. Right. Challenge accepted. <laughs> uh, well, challenge accepted, he says. And kind of a little bit of background about the kind of the kind of people that I have to deal with is. I lead a team of uh, around 5,000 women for a direct selling company called 31. When you are a leader in a business like this, it's not like I'm employing people. So anyone can sign up on my team. I don't really have a lot of choices. Like if people coming in or out, I have to learn to deal with 
all kinds of personalities, people from different backgrounds, people who, you know, are really easy to deal with and really motivated and people who aren't motivated at all. And so I kind of like to say that I work with a volunteer workforce who actually kind of has to pay to get started because they don't have to do anything, um, but I have to motivate them to get their jobs done. So uh, that's kind of where I've been doing this for actually 12 years. This week is my 12 year anniversary with um, a company. And so crazy. I thought I might do this for a couple months and I've been doing it for 12 years. So here I am. <laughs> One of the things that I like to always share with people about difficult personalities is that when you create a culture where they're just kind of not allowed to be difficult, um, it, it sort of, you know, puts the kibosh on the whole thing. So first I want to share with you a little bit about how to create that positive culture. And then if it's okay with you, I'll tell you a little bit about what I think um, you can do when you already have someone difficult on your team and how you can kind of smooth that over. So as far as creating a positive culture and like it, it can kind of make someone more positive or negative based on what you do and what spaces you're providing for them. So I always encourage people to create a space where their team can share their opinions. And that can be really scary because <laughs> we don't always want to open up that can of worms. But if you do it in laying expectations out first and saying, here's, here's the deal, we're going to have coffee, you know, we're going to do Monday morning coffees all together, or we're going to do a team meeting once a month or whatever that is. And that's where you can bring any of your, um, your problems. But when you bring your problems, I also expect you to bring a solution. So mm -hmm. when you lay that expectation out up front, you're saying, I want to listen to you and I want to hear you. But if you don't know how to fix it, then I don't want to listen. Like this isn't a place to complain. It's a place to solve problems. So you're kind of opening that space and giving them a voice where I think a lot of people feel like they don't have a voice. And if you're inviting it, it can really help um, just create some positive culture. And that way you can be a little bit more um, proactive instead of letting it kind of fester and develop like this entire culture of just unhappiness, I guess. Um, right. yeah, I mean, when you give people the chance and they understand that once a month, once a week, whatever it is, they're going to be allowed in a safe environment where it's not going to be held against them, but they can't, they need to come with that positive attitude of, I see this problem. I think this would be a good solution rather than just coming and dumping your grievances on somebody. It, it, Bill, I think that's, that's an excellent way to build uh, a reputation with them or the, like you said, the culture and for them to feel valued as well. Right. Well, and then it also, if, like I do weekly calls with my leadership team and every morning, you know, we start every Monday morning, we hop on a zoom call. We all have our coffee. We talk about what we're going to do for the week. But first we always start with, tell me what you're celebrating right now. So we always start with that. Like, tell me what you're celebrating. And it could not be in business. I mean, maybe you've just had like a terrible week and you know, life has just gotten in the way and that's fine, but you've got to have something in your life that's going positive. And so that kind of builds that relationship too. And it opens it up to the fact that my expectations aren't that you're always showing up with everything all together, but we are going to start on a positive note. And then I'm also telling you that you can share, you know, constructively with me, which helps so that you're not off chatting with all the other leadership team and telling them how terrible um, everything is going, you know, which right. is kind of what creates those difficult situations. Yeah, it sounds like you're essentially empowering them to come up with solutions, but also to be positive. Um, yeah, absolutely. And that, 
that's something that's important is to empower your employees, your team, uh, your colleagues to your come kids. Up with solutions. That's right. Any, right. Yeah. And so in talking about empowerment, some of the problem is often that we already have these people. So what do you do if you're kind of in this situation where it's like, oh my gosh, I already have this cancerous personality in my team. What do I do with them? And so what I would suggest is that we like always looking at your team as an investment personally, you know, for years and years, it's always been separate personal and business. And I just think that that's complete hogwash. Like who separates that? You come to work wearing whatever you brought from home and vice versa. And so when we can invest in people personally and really get to know not just their skill set, like what are you good at, but where do you fit into humanity and where do you shine? And, um, and I have uh, in my book, I have a book called Lifted and it talks about fear, obligation and guilt and how you can replace fear with forgiveness and opportunity or obligation with opportunity and guilt with grace. And I really like to sit in that spot of replacing that obligation with opportunity. So a lot of times at work, if people aren't happy, it's because they're feeling a lot of obligation to something that they don't like. And so I like to give them an opportunity to shine. So you can do that in lots of ways. You can figure out um, what they are great at by doing, you know, all those personality tests that are out there. You can do the Enneagram, you can do strength finders, you can do Myers-Briggs, you can do the DISC test, whatever it is that you understand the best. And then you can find opportunities for them to use those great qualities that they have to really bring out the best in them. And that can really help change their mindset, start helping, you know, change that personality without having to be like super confrontational with them. So it's not always about that really. I mean, sometimes you have to have a hard conversation, but that's not always the case. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, the part that I really liked there that you were saying was like to be able to use those different tests, use the resources that are out there. You don't have to just like do this alone. It's like, oh, you know what? There are other people because obviously no, not everyone communicates the same. Like one of the tests that you mentioned was the Myers-Briggs. And I love using that with like anyone I work with be like, how do you communicate? You know, how, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Because if I can find out how they think their personality type, I can adapt my ways to be able to better communicate and be, be able to deliver the message that I'm trying to, you know, communicate with them of like, hey, we need to work on this better. We need to do that, connecting that better. So I love that you brought that up. Thank you. Yeah, and you know, we always also hear like, treat people the way you want to be treated, but isn't that totally not really the truth? Don't people want to be treated the way they want to be treated? Like, <laughs> I want you to treat me the way I want to be treated, not necessarily always the way you want to be treated. So knowing those personalities and the differences, I mean, I'm a very direct communicator. And there are some people who are scared to death of that and I can intimidate them so easily if I don't come at them with a little bit softer of an approach. Right. And, you know, I need to know that about them prior to having a, a difficult conversation with them. So it's, I can be so much more effective with certain people with my directness and without it, just depending on who they are. Absolutely. I actually had ran into this at home the other day. So I went into my 18 year old's room and she was asleep and I said, sweetie, we're going to be doing this. I need you to get up. Can you do that? And I asked her real nicely. And then I went into my 15 year old's room and she was already awake and she's more, she's like you and me, Lindsay, like she's direct. So I just went in and I said, okay, I need you to get up and get dressed and do this. And she goes, but why do you talk to me differently than you talk to her? And she says, I want you to call me sweetie too. 
so understanding that that even though I can talk more directly to her and and she doesn't feel offended like the other one gets offended real easy is understanding also that she does like that love and affection as well and those testing that testing that kind of stuff can help you understand your employees because you don't see them at home you don't mm -hmm. see them how they're acting in their regular life because we all act a little as much as we'd like to say we don't we act a little bit differently when we're in public than when we're at home I mean, I definitely put on different masks when I go out into public and, you know, business meetings and that kind of stuff when I'm the CEO of the company versus when I'm just going to Taco Bell, you know, the differences. So, no, I totally, yeah. I love I've it. Seen, I've seen all the sides of Nate and, you know, actually, <laughs> I actually like all the sides of Nate. He's he's one of my favorite people. I laugh because you think you've seen all of the sides this of Nate. You haven't true. seen all my difficult sides, but this is true Lindsay because <laughs> out my I, so far I haven't seen your difficult side either. You promised you were going to test it, but I oh, okay. Um, well, you intimidated him, Lindsay. So we just <laughs> I did. I probably did. I scared you a little, didn't I? You did. You did. Yep. Yep. That's it. Definitely. Well, Lindsay, it has been a sheer pleasure having you on the show. I really appreciate your your knowledge, and I think this can be applied in every aspect of our life is really understanding the people that we're working with, encouraging them to be positive and encouraging them to find solutions in a situation where they may not feel like they have the power to have a solution. So absolutely brilliant. We truly appreciate you joining us today. People ask us all the time how they can get their podcast up and running. What we tell them, work with our podcast managers at The Messy Backend and then check out the platform we use for everything else podserve.fm. They do all the hard work to get you published on many of the major podcast networks, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. After that, they help promote it and make sure it's seen by thousands. Check out their easy four-step process at podserve.fm forward slash messy. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Nathan Allen Media. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Thank you to our advertisers, podserve.fm, who can help you get your podcast posted and published. Visit them at podserve.fm slash messy. And thank you to ThriveCard the only shopping cart your business will ever need. Visit them at themessybackend.com forward slash cart. Last but not least, the biggest thank you to our team. We couldn't do it without you. To my co-host Nate Tucker and our production managers and crew. You can find out more about our amazing team at themessybackend.com slash team. Not only that, but our team is ready to help you start and build your podcast today. Visit us at themessybackend.com slash team for details. Woo, well, that's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy b -b -b Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.